following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Word Alive. I'm Kent Maddox, and I'm excited to be here today to share God's Word with you. I'll be starting a series. I want you to join me the next three weeks here online, LED series. I was recently thinking about this scripture in Matthew 5, 14 through 15. It says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You and I are called to be the light of the world. Of course, in this culture, it would have been oil in a lamp. In our culture, I thought LED, that's the most efficient way of lighting. LED, to be led. And so we're going to be talking over the next three weeks about following the Holy Spirit. We just got through Passover, Resurrection Weekend, an exciting time in the Lord. Uh, Many were on campus with us and celebrated our Passover Resurrection time. And historically, Israel, once they passed over, once they crossed over through that season, then they were met by a cloud by day and a fire by night, representative of the Holy Spirit. And from that time forth, they were led by the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to be talking to you over the next three weeks. Number one, L, being led by the Holy Spirit. Number two, E, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. And number three, D, demonstrating the power of Holy Spirit or the gifts of Holy Spirit. And so it should be an exciting time. If you don't mind putting me on your calendar for the next three Sundays here at 9 and 11 online, I really believe the Holy Spirit is going to meet with us. Now, speaking of letting our light shine, uh, we were able to do a massive distribution uh, this past week and serve 30 other ministries in our area. We brought in four tractor trailer load uh, of supply and food uh, to make uh, to help with the storm victims, but also just to supply ministries. And so you were a big part of that with your contributions. And so there's a bit of pictures, footage there showing you some of that being given out. We were a big, big blessing to the community. Also now I think we're over 3,000 meals served in the past four weeks as we're serving hot meals here on campus. And so thank you so much for helping us shine the light from here at Word Alive. Uh, Many of us gave a first fruits offering last week and we are slipping into a brand new Hebraic month, Iyar, which actually means illumination. Uh, This is from Isaiah 60, Arise and shine for thy light has come. There's that thing about light again. And so we bless you today, those that maybe are giving, you didn't get to give it Passover, but you're giving now, or maybe you're giving your tithes, your offerings. We always like to put a decree on top of our giving and just release our faith to the Lord. So let's go ahead and do our giving declaration. If you've not given here at Word Alive before, you can actually give online or you can give traditionally uh, through the mail or bring in tithes and offerings to the Transformational Weekend Services. We just thank you so much for your faithful generosity as we continue to do the will of God here. But let's do our giving declaration, then I want to share God's word with you today. Here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. We are giving out of love and thankfulness for all the Lord has done. By our giving, we have taken a step into an abundant place of His supply. Therefore, we declare and decree the promise of double portion provision is released over this place people, and region. To God be the glory and praise forevermore. Amen and amen. 
Well, I want to jump right into the Word with you today in this LED series. First week we're talking about being led by the Spirit. This is found in Romans 8, 14. It says, for those who are led by the Spirit, I love that, L-E-D, those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. Romans 8, 14. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the children of God. What does it mean? Here's what I want to talk to you about for a few moments. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Well, I've, I've jotted down seven quick thoughts that I believe will be a blessing to you. They've been a blessing to my life of literally how to step into the place of being led by the Spirit. Number one, an inner witness. It's just like an inner knowing, if you will. This is found in Romans 8.16. It says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. This is that... This is that place that bypasses understanding, that bypasses natural knowledge, and it's just like a knowing inside. You may have had that happen before. The very first time that ever happened to me that I can recall was right after I was born again, right after I really was illuminated to who Christ was. I had been working for a company out on the East Coast, and you know, because of my drug addiction and because of my lifestyle, I had found myself, myself with ill health, and that's how I... In that process, I found the Lord, or the Lord found me, however we want to put that. But I, I had accepted the Lord, and I was wanting to follow the Lord, and I started getting calls uh, from this company to come back. They were offering me a good salary, great benefits, but something inside, it was beyond knowledge, because the natural thing for me to do would have been going right back to that job, because I needed the money, I needed a job. But something, it was like a knowing, it was just like a witness, no, Kent, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go with your family to Florida. And it was an unknown path. My dad had invited me to go to Florida to help him with the possibilities of starting a, a business and to get my life back together. It was an uncharted territory. I had a guaranteed job, guaranteed salary with this company. But this knowing says, no, you need to go to the uncharted territory. And did you know the day I got to Orlando, Florida, I connected with an old friend of mine who connected me to Benny Hinn. And a year and a half later, I was called into the ministry with Pastor Benny Hinn. And that's how God launched me into the ministry. If I had not obeyed this knowing, I could have at least probably delayed God's plans for my life. But it was this inner knowing. It was just a knowing, a deep inner witness that, no, that's not the path. This is the path. Uh, this is very important that we begin to trust this inner knowing of Holy Spirit inside of us as we are led by the Lord. The second thing, the way the Holy Spirit leads us, is with Scripture. I know that many of us hear the voice of Holy Spirit, but more than not, the Holy Spirit leads us through Scripture. This is found in John 14, 16 through 17. It says, If you love me, Jesus said, keep my commandments, the Word. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, the Holy Spirit, that He may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and shall be in you. Don't you love it that the Holy Spirit of God, the very Spirit of Christ, has been sent to be with us and in us and he's the one that takes the scripture takes the word of god and brings it alive to us and through that leads us now a lot of times that comes i'm just reading uh daily devotion or reading the scriptures and all of a sudden a scripture just kind of is highlighted and speaks to me 
Uh, sometimes I'll be praying about a situation and all of a sudden, just out of my spirit, a scripture will come up that I read maybe six months ago that didn't mean anything to me six months ago, but it's the answer I need today. David said, I've hid your word in my heart so I don't sin against you. The very first time that God audibly spoke to me, yes, audibly spoke to me, he used scripture. i never forget, I was praying Early one morning, two or three o'clock in the morning, sitting on a couch, I was just beginning to follow Jesus, and uh, I prayed a simple prayer. I said, Lord, if you're really real, like I believe you are, you can come and speak to me right now. And it was an audible voice, not coming outside in, but inside out. I heard it coming out of my ears, not coming in my ears. The voice of God, which proves Holy Spirit's on the inside of us. And he said these words, you may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but fear no evil for I am with you. My rod and my staff will comfort you. I didn't know at that time, but that's Psalm 23. And so the Holy Spirit was using Scripture to encourage me. So a real powerful way that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us is by Scripture. That's why it's so important every day just put a bit of Scripture in your heart, a daily devotional, a bit of Bible reading. This allows the Holy Spirit the unction to lead us and guide us as He's answering our prayers and we are attempting to follow Him. The third way is what I call just leadings or promptings, if you, promptings, if you will. This is found in Matthew 4, 1 where it says Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. It was just a leading, a prompting. Uh, the very first time this happened to me, I was in a church service and I was basically broke. I was coming out of addiction and et cetera and I was trying to find my way in the Lord. And, uh, and I'm sitting in a service and it was offering time. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, I'm just sitting there minding my business and I just felt prompted. I felt led to give $100. And that was an extravagant amount of money at that time in my life. And uh, so Bev sat beside me and... Uh, and I, I poked Bev, and I'm, I wanted to make sure, you know, that this was the Lord. And I said, Bev, I felt like the Lord told me an exact amount of money that I should give as an offering. And, and uh, I said, do you, do you feel anything? She said, yes, I felt exactly the same thing, and it's supposed to be $100. I was like, Lord, number one, this is amazing you're speaking. Number two, I'm scared to death because that's a lot of money for me to give. But we gave it, and the next thing you know, we got blessed. And we realized that we, if we will just act upon these promptings, I can't tell you how many times since then, out and about, journeying in my life, that a prompting, a leading to bless somebody, to help somebody, will just come up in my spirit. And every time I do, they get blessed and I get blessed. It's just a powerful leading or a prompting of the Holy Spirit. It's just uh, just a, a moving on it. And it starts in small, insignificant ways. One of the first times Holy Spirit ever ever spoke to me in that way, I was uh, putting my groceries in the car and I was about to just push the buggy back and you know over in a parking spot and go about my business and something inside, take the buggy back to where it belongs. And I was like, that's weird. But I knew it was Holy Spirit speaking to me to do the right thing. And so I obeyed that. And so when you obey God in these small promptings and leadings, then He takes you to larger and larger and larger and more influential things that He's leading you into. It's a very powerful way of following the Holy Spirit. Fourth and quickly, I call this a check in your spirit or a stop. It's just like all of a sudden just, just 
just no, don't do that. It's like a, a big stop sign just jumps up in your spirit. You're about to say something. You're about to do something. And all of a sudden you just feel this stop. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've been just about to say something that wasn't the right thing at the right time. Uh, maybe it was, you know, out of a wrong spirit, you know, because of my own personal injury or hurt or whatever of unforgiveness, etc., etc. We all have our stuff we deal with. And all of a sudden Holy Spirit would just put that stop sign up and say, don't say that. Don't do that. And I can't tell you how many times I've been spared uh, by allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to me that way. But also, I, there are been, have been times I've felt that stop and did it anyway. And man, I felt the Holy Spirit grieved. That's what it means to grieve the Holy Spirit because He so wants to bless us and help us and protect us. And so these stop signs will just pop up in our heart. I was uh, early in my journey with the Lord and it was when Doc Martin's shoes were really popular, these big boots, you know, with the yellow, yellow stitching on them. And I wanted a pair uh, really bad. And so I, was th I, I found a place to go get them. I was out and about traveling and thought, I'm gonna, I'll go to this place and get some. But I was taking a shower, getting ready to go to get these shoes. And I felt like this stop sign, don't go, don't go do this. And I'm like, surely the Holy Spirit doesn't care whether I have Doc Martin's shoes or not, or whether I go to this place or not. So I went on anyway. When I got there, not that Doc Martin is demonic, but this place I went was totally demonic. They were selling all kind of devices for witchcraft, Ouija boards, etc. Just happened to be the place that I had found that these shoes were available. And I knew the Holy Spirit was trying to protect me in my spiritual atmosphere from entering to a place I shouldn't go. These stop signs, Holy Spirit will give those to us. This is found in Acts 16, 6 through 7. It says, now when they had gone through Pergia or Pergia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Isn't that something? You wouldn't think Holy Spirit would forbid you to preach the word, but there, that wasn't the time, that wasn't the place. After they had come to Mysia, they tried to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. These are these stop signs. And I promise you, the Holy Spirit will keep us out of all kind of messes and all kind of trouble if we will listen to the stop signs inside of us. Fifth and quickly, quickenings. These are just things that just jump up, jump out at you. They just come out of nowhere. They just jump out at you. This is found in 1 Corinthians 15, 45. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. This is when you're just out and about and all of a sudden a sign gets your attention or a car tag or uh, something just jumps out at you. There was a season in my life that all of a sudden 5.55. It's like every time I turned around, boom, it was on the clock in my car. It was on my cell phone. It was uh, five burgers for five dollars after five at Sonic. It was five dollar pizzas on Tuesdays after five. Five, five, five just kept coming at me and it was it would jump out at me. I researched it and realized five is the number of overcoming and the number of grace. So Holy Spirit was trying to encourage me with these quickening of things. My friend Daniel Hughes and I were just having a conversation actually yesterday about the triple A uh, anointing of A.A. A. Allen that we've been looking into that had a great healing ministry. And we had this big old conversation about it yesterday and just saying, Lord, we, we want miracles to happen in our lives and in people's lives that are following us. And so we had a great conversation about it. That afternoon, Daniel got home and in his mailbox was a letter from AAA, <laughs> the triple A. And he uh, hit me a screenshot of it. You know, obviously the, the, uh, uh, a, the AAA for the automobiles. 
but we knew this was just one of those things, one of those things that jump out at us. See, if we'll just make ourselves aware, Holy Spirit is always trying to speak to us, trying to talk to us. Sixth and quickly, dreams and visions. This is Joel 2 and 28, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Yes, God will speak to you and I through dreams and visions. Pay attention to your dreams. Write them down. Even if they seem wacky, just write your dreams down. Whatever dreams you remember, write them down. This is a, a one of the main ways Holy Spirit speak to us, speaks to us in dreams and in visions of the night, one translation says. And so pay it, close attention to your dreams. I was actually called to preach in a dream. I was uh, had a dream where I was driving a car and it was like one of these movies where like destruction was right behind me and, and actually it was my sister and her husband in the car and I was driving and I was preaching the gospel to them and with them and with this destruction was following us and all of a sudden it's like we parked the car and ran into a church and just got into the inside wall and the destruction passed us by. And just like this, uh, the Holy Spirit said, preach my word in this dream. And I, did, I said, Lord, in the dream, what did I do? How do I, how do, I do this? He said, see Benny Hinn. Well, three days later, I was volunteering at the church there with Pastor Benny Hinn, and I was at this volunteer banquet, and Pastor Benny came up to me and said, three nights ago, I had a dream, and I dreamed you were supposed to be one of our pastors. It was a confirmation of the dream I had that I was supposed to preach the Word. That's been almost 35, 37 years ago now called to preach through a dream. God does speak through dreams. He will warn us in dreams. He will encourage us in dreams. And so this is one of the one of the key ways Holy Spirit speaks to us. Last but not least, prophecy. This is found in 1 Corinthians 14:1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Prophecy is a very powerful tool from the Lord. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit that believers possess. According to 1 Corinthians 14, 1, you and I possess the spirit of prophecy, which is to encourage, exhort, and to build up. That's the purpose of prophecy. And so that's why I love gathering with other believers. That's why we can't follow Holy Spirit alone. We need to be in small groups. We need to be in homes, houses of light. We need to be fellowshipping with other believers because it's in the midst of our fellowship that Holy Spirit can prophesy to us. I can't tell you how many times I've been going through something and all of a sudden Holy Spirit will prompt someone and they will encourage me with a prophetic word or prophecy. It is one of the most powerful gifts that I believe you and I should covet it because it is so encouraging to know that number one, God knows where we're at, God's thinking about us, and God has a solution to our problems. So I just, to right now, I feel an anointing on that. I just pray God would stir up the gift of prophecy that's in you and in me. We can all prophesy. This is, the, this is the gift and the grace of Holy Spirit. So I just say in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for these seven ways that Holy Spirit leads us and guides us 
but especially that we might prophesy. I stir up the spirit of prophecy even now in those watching today to be able to not only receive prophecy, but to deliver prophecy. And so Lord, we receive, if you just lift your hands there with me, we just receive a fresh touch of Holy Spirit today to prophesy, to begin to release prophetic encouragement to the sphere of our influence and to receive prophetic encouragement in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Don't be surprised, even today or tomorrow, all of a sudden God will put somebody's face in front of you or God will, God will speak to you, call this person or, or, or speak to this person. God is ready for you to prophesy to them in that situation. So I just want to cover this real quickly again. Number one, an inner witness. Number two, scripture. Number three, leadings and promptings. Number four, a check in your spirit, a stop sign. Number five, quickenings, things that jump out at you. Number six, dreams and visions. And number seven, prophecy. These are ways Holy Spirit wants to lead us in this season as you and I function as the ecclesia. Wherever two or three are gathered, there He is in the midst of us. That's why we're doing church differently now. We're only gathering on campus once a month. That doesn't mean the church is only meeting once a month. We're meeting every day. We're meeting at work. We're meeting in school. We're meeting at coffee shops. We're meeting in gatherings of two or three because we know that's how Holy Spirit is leading us and teaching us to function so that we can allow those that are far from the Lord to say yes to Him in this season. Get ready for Holy Spirit to lead you in a supernatural way in this season. Luke 11 teaches us how we start walking with Holy Spirit. It simply says, ask, He'll be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from a father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So right now, today, just say, Holy Spirit, fill me in a fresh way. Lead me and guide me in a supernatural way in this season. I invite you afresh into my life. I receive you now in this season that you're visiting us and I thank you now, Holy Spirit, that I am a son of God, I'm a daughter of God, therefore I will be led by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. I've thoroughly enjoyed spending these few moments with you today. I'll be back next week as we continue this LED series on We Are the Light of the World. Led by the Spirit today, next week we'll be talking about Empowered by the Spirit. This is the season where you and I, the ecclesia, the church, we're going to function in a powerful way with the aid of the Holy Spirit and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I love you guys. I bless you today and we'll see you soon. Be blessed.
This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.